Welcome to the Igniting Shakti podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, and I'm here to have those real and at time raw conversations in regard to the sacred, the divine feminine, or I like to say Shakti. I want to invite you to explore and hopefully embrace this divine aspect that the feminine holds and gives us space to come to acknowledge in our everyday life. So I welcome you to Igniting Shakti. Welcome you all. Thank you so much for joining me today. In today's episode, let's step into desires and limitations and what this all means for each of us. And it's going to mean something different for each of, each of us, wherever we are on our journey. So first of all, when we tap into desire, there are these desires that are really present for us. So first one is like purpose, to lead this meaningful life. There's comfort, to have enough food, clothing, shelter, and wealth. And then there's pleasure, to experience sensual delight, and of course, liberation, to be free of suffering that arises from this sense of lack. Now, these four categories, there's not one that's necessarily better than the other. They are all part of our human experience. And this is where the lack comes in. And this is what drives us further from our true nature, from ourself. And that is, is that we get into this place of judging from those external circumstances, those external factors into the desire, into that seed of the desire of what we want. And this is where we can be led into that sense of lack. And that sense of lack leads us into this place of feeling the limits within ourselves, within our circumstances, within the external. But the truth is on the internal side, that inner side, that inner wisdom within is that we are already abundant. We are already part of the core of this divinity that lives within. And when we get pulled into that direction of really getting into the sensation of lack, into that sensation of scarcity, we lose ourselves within the desire of what it is that we are wanting, thinking that it's going to fulfill us, meeting one of those needs. Maybe it's going to fulfill that purpose or comfort us in some way or to give us more pleasure. But that leads us more into that essence of suffering. And it's not that scarcity or lack isn't supposed to be felt. I feel that The scarcity lack is part of the sensation of seeing the other side of the same coin. In order to feel the scarcity, in order to feel the lack, we acknowledge that, but it allows us to learn and to grow and to evolve to see the abundance. And it also allows us to tap into the abundance that we already have within and that we don't necessarily need those external objects, people, situations to fulfill us because we're already in that sensation of feeling complete. 
within. And that is from the inner sensation. That is that core part of who we are. You know, that self, the truth, the birthright of who we are, that we are already abundant, that we are already fulfilled in that way through spirit, through the soul of who we are. So then there's in this essence that we are not only judging ourselves, but we are then behaving in ways that validate how we are feeling, the sensations of what we are feeling. If we are feeling into that lack and scarcity, thinking it as a negative thing, thinking or bringing that sensation of that it is a negative thing, we can't see the opportunity for the transformation to happen. And that transformation is that we aren't necessarily in that place of maybe having enough responsibility to actually hold more. So it's sort of like spirit's way of showing us that inner wisdom within showing us that in order to have more, we have to be accountable and take the responsibility of holding space for more. And that takes the inner work of recognizing that lack and scarcity isn't fulfilled by gaining more of something, but it's about that turning inward, gaining more of that inner wisdom, gaining more of that sense of completion within, not being fulfilled by the outer things. And that's not to say that we can't have those outer things, but it's getting back into the authentic desire of what it is that we want. So breaking this down, say for instance, what it is that you want is a job and or a promotion within your job. And this is because you would feel more recognized or there is more recognition with that. So then you ask the question, why? Why do I want more recognition? And you keep asking that question, why? Until you get to the authentic desire of what it is, of the why behind the desire. And that is the seed. That is the seed of the desire. And say the seed of the desire is that you will have more self-respect or that you will have more self-confidence. It comes down to that piece, to the very seed of the desire of the why. So I had mentioned that desire leads to knowledge. Desire leads to action. That desire drives the knowledge on that how-to action that we need to take. And it's all about dropping into the heart. So when we drop into the heart, it allows us to open up this gateway of taking aligned action, taking not just inspired action, but aligned action. And the knowledge in how we fulfill to do that, how we fulfill our desires. And this comes from past experiences. It can also rest on future aspirations, but it comes back to the sense that the desire drives the knowledge and that knowledge drives us to the action. And when we're listening to that inner wisdom within, then we're listening to that right action that we're taking. And this is going to be the most aligned action in bringing that desire to to be fulfilled. And when we come to this 
place of really understanding the authentic desire, it may turn out that we don't need that job or that promotion because we can do the work, that inner work to find the self-respect within without changing the circumstances. And again, this isn't to say that job or that promotion is the wrong way to go, but at least you're coming to this place with that seed of the desire, understanding the why. And it's just going to actually bring more fulfillment. And then you're not placing circumstances, people into part of this experience because you're turning it back to you to you and to yourself in doing the work, that inner work to come back to self, to come back to your true nature. And that is all about that. You, This is your birthright. Your birthright is full abundance. Your birthright is full confidence. Your birthright is all of these pieces. And when we come from that place, then we're coming from an authentic place that leads us into the right decisions, the right actions, and the right way to move forward. And then there's the other piece behind all of this. Behind desire, there is passion. And passion is what leads to that purposeful action. And it also leads us into the desired outcome that we're looking for. But it also keeps us emotionally attached and it also keeps us bound to those actions. So it gives less room for the universe or for, or I guess you could say even divinity to be a part of this co-creation. And this is where we get stuck within those limits. And this is not about us not feeling into our limitations and noticing the limitations, because again, it's through the lack, it's through the scarcity, it's through the limitations that we are challenged, that we get into deeper, that we can sense the challenges that we can evolve and grow and expand from. It's the duality within that coin, the two sides of the same coin. And it's not to say one is better than the other, but it's one leads us to the other. One guides us to feel into the other on a whole different level, on a more in-depth and heartfelt level, down into the embodiment of what it is. And that is feeling into this with all your senses, feeling into it with your entire body, with your mind, with your emotions, and with the soul to guide you through it. So when it comes to desire and this desire through purpose, comfort, and pleasure, it all revolves around the outer circumstances and majority of the time from the, I'm going to say, not that ego's bad, but from that ego self in a sense. And it's always going to have us looking at things from this sensation or this essence of lack and scarcity. And it's because we're always relying on something to be fulfilled, usually by, you know, like, I'll be happy when, or, you know, if only this could happen, then this will be better. And the reason why is because it comes down to that, the desire overrules what we've already have within. And it's almost like there's this 
essence of this self-improvement versus self-realization. And it's the self-realization that is gives us the freedom to realize that we are abundant. That is our birthright. We already have that within us. And that's where the transformation, the liberation happens. It's where we become empowered. And this is not to say that it's better to not desire anything because it's the desire that leads to the action and leads that knowledge. And it's okay to have desire and to have passion, but it's not being attached or clinging to it. And it's interesting that we are working with Lalita, the Shakti goddess Lalita this month in the House of Shakti because she's all about the shadow of that non-clingingness, the non-attachment to the desire because it allows us to realize it's already within. And it under allows us to understand and get back more to the seed of the desire, the authentic seed of the desire. And it requires this absolute self-honesty where we stop pretending that we want one thing and then we long for something else. And it's through that self-honesty that we can freely acknowledge, freely acknowledge that, yes, we are abundant. And yes, we are, you know, powerful. Yes, we are confident. It all comes down to that as soon as we find and do the work in finding the authentic desire, it's where we come wholeheartedly from our heart, accepting that authentic desire, that we are given the knowledge to require the how to go about applying our skills our experiences and we become so clear about it that it puts us into that right action and then this is where it really comes down to manifesting your desires and why because you've gotten right down to the seed of the desire all right we'll get right back to the rest of this episode in a moment i just wanted to briefly share the house of shakti is a monthly membership that not only reconnects you to the divine feminine but is to reestablish your connection to the sacred parts of yourself. And it's awakening yourself to your own inner Shakti. And this is to bring not only more balance and wholeness to you and your life, but it brings more unity to your body, mind, and soul. It brings more unity to the collective. And at the House of Shakti, our mantra is, through Shakti embodiment, unity follows. So I hope you'll join us in House of Shakti and be part of this wonderful community. And now back to the episode. Now, what I'm talking about is this healing journey. And this healing journey requires a lot of inner work. And this inner work is for us to explore ourselves and to become better at understanding who we are. It's about meeting all these parts of ourselves. And that's including the lack and the scarcity, the abundance, the empowerment, the transformation. It's about really seeing all these parts of ourselves that makes us who we are, that makes us human, but also makes us part of that divine code, the divinity itself. 
And it's really important that we really come to acknowledge all of this, allow ourselves to understand, embody it in the sensation of what it is, the essence of what it is, and almost allow us to accept this part of ourselves. It's not our job to micromanage everything that we deem wrong about ourselves. It's our job to accept those things and and thrive anyway. You see, when we're not accepting of what we find within, then we're constantly trying to fix ourselves. And, And this is where sometimes we can do more harm than good. It's about discovering who we are at where we are on our journey. And each one of us is in a different space, in a different time within our own journey. It allows us to relax a little bit and make this more playful, to let ourselves really be present and aware. And that's the key is the awareness. It's about really being present with it all, knowing that it's not necessarily anything that is wrong with you or wrong with any of us or to have to fix it. It's about this exploration and this discovery to be able to expand and evolve and to continue to move forward. And this is all about allowing us to release those old stories and identities. And it takes us to acknowledge those pieces and all those pieces of us. It allows us to not become stagnated within where we are. And it allows us to continue to flow with this ease and grace. It allows us to find comfort, but also be uncomfortable. And that's where those limits take us. Our limitations take us to those uncomfortable places. Feeling into those things like lack and scarcity leads us into those uncomfortable places, but it's these uncomfortable places that allows us to grow, allows us to evolve. I know we are creatures of comfort and it takes a lot for us, for many of us to get out of our comfort zones. You know, it's almost like we get into this sense of panic. However, our perception of comfort and stagnation is really an illusion. It's this reason that we will get to feel stuck or we'll feel that same thing. And when we feel comfortable, And it's within that we shift this focus and establish the comfort within it. Just like I said, where we establish the abundance already within. Then you don't need that validation and it's, you can still get it, but you don't need it because you already feel it within. And then there's not feeding this false sense of abundance or of comfort because you're already so tuned in to that inner wisdom of the knowing of your inner being. And we unlock this universal spiritual love at the very core of who we are, the divinity, and we connect deeper to this and build this deeper relationship with it. And it's from that perspective that our soul moves and evolves and continues to grow and it realizes all of this in love. And then we remove 
Yes, we remove those chains that cling, that allow us to cling to those things, those desires that we think we need or we want. And it allows us to be really liberated. And we are liberated through this alignment of love, this alignment of inner knowing, this alignment of right action. And that is all driven by the heart. And when we're acting from alignment, it ensures us these smoother transitions, more pleasant results. Why? Because we're releasing the outdated stuff that no longer fits with us. And we're bringing in this new sensation, this new embodiment. And this is going to affect everything from our body, our mind, to our nervous system, to our emotions. And that's not to say that we won't be affected, but we can acknowledge what might be going on and be able to understand it, learn from it, grow from it, and move forward. Coming back to self, coming back to truth. I know when it comes to desires and manifesting them, sometimes it can seem when we look at others, it can look like they just manifest it out of thin air and by magic. You know, we can look at someone else's success and wonder, you know, what did they do? How come they just they got it and I didn't? And there's a lot of judgment there. But we never know how long it took them to actually co-create this into happening. Because there's this process. First, you have to decide what the intention. And then you have to attain the proper seeds for it to work. And then you have to ensure that you nurture it and it's fertile so that it can grow. And then there's the caring as it grows into where it's allowed to be harvested. And then you gather the harvest and that's, and that's the manifestation. So it's not about it happening overnight, but it seems like it happens easier for someone's. And I think, I feel that it's because you've gotten down, especially to that intention, to the seed desire of it, the authentic desire, the, the seed of that desire, then it makes it more effortless. Why? Because you have the knowledge in order to take the right action and you're doing it from a different place, not as something that is fulfilling, something that you feel is lacking, but because you already know it's within, because you're already attuned to the abundance you have within or to the desire and whatever it may be, the confidence, the respect, whatever that seed is, you already feel it within. You know, it's like that saying, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. When it should be, I will see it when I believe it. When you believe it within, then it shows up. It's not about seeing it first. It's about believing it, and feeling it, and embodying it. That's the first piece. Actually, the first piece is acknowledging it doing the work and then it comes down into the believing and then how that manifests in everywhere in other every other way of your life 
It allows us to reach to our full potential. And it allows us to really create within our environment this larger impact because our energy is different. And we know that energy is all around us. It's that vibration that you give off that surrounds you and in the places that you are. And you naturally interact with this energy that you're holding. It allows things to be cleared from your space. allows you to create distance between yourself and those things that aren't serving you in the moment. And it all does this because you're in that space. You're in that space with your truth. You're in that space of the seed of the desire that's moving you into the knowledge and the right action. I'm going to finish off with this. And that is that it always comes down to choice. And it comes into that choice of how much do you want to continue to be where you are, to where you can be. If the desire is the intention and the desire is stronger just to stay where you are, then that is going to keep you in that stagnated, stuck place. But if you want to transform, if you want to evolve, if you want to keep moving forward, if you want to grow and learn and come at things from that place of the beginner's mind that observes this and explores it and discovers new, then it's a taking that leap of faith, taking that moment of fear and doing it anyway and exploring it in a playful, I'm going to even say playful and sensual way because it's about bringing in the senses. That's, for me, for me, that's where the truth lies, is in the embodiment of it. When you feel it, not just in the body and the senses and the emotions, and then the mind comes in. It's where it all brings the unity of who we are into play. To me, that's embodiment, where it brings it all into play. All right, with that, I'm just going to, Say thank you so much for joining me. Have yourself a fantastic and wonderful day and always go out there and be your fabulous self. All right, until next time, have a great day. Bye for now.